Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. The ball straight run up. Now he angles it somewhat. Barker Dice! start, it's been up and down. I remember being a kid. I can see that happening. That's oh, always oh. something to do. The Unlaced. Unlaced podcast. It's actually not bad. <laughs> and we're back on the dance floor. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in this year. It's been a big year so far on the Unlaced podcast. Um, just a quick shout out to everyone that's subscribed, liking, commenting as we do every episode. We really do appreciate you. And also to last week's episode that we did with Danielle Weber, Danielle's Artworks. She's insane what she's doing um, in the, artist, the artistic space. I mean, her murals, her paintings, but just the network she's created, the people she gets connected with, everyone that's wanting access to her and how busy she is. It was um, yeah, pretty, pretty incredible to hear some of the backstory of how she met The Rock and um, other celebrities that she's, she's meeting and, and her NFT as well. So go back and check that episode um, if you haven't already. Now, this is, uh, this is probably a very, very... Um, big episode because I think it's one of the ones that's been asked of me for a while. Individually, both of them, I was told by many people, I need to get them on the show. One of these gentlemen was on recently and everyone now knows he's back in Melbourne and everyone wants a piece of him in Fahid Ben Kalfala, but also my best mate in Rashid Mahazi, who we, we did a podcast together. What would have been like the first 10, 15 episodes? Around that. Yeah. So now we've got you two together because people don't might not know that you guys are actually very close. And my roommates in your Melbourne Victory days. So I don't know where this podcast is going to go. <laughs> How long go- do we have? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like the Hid might end up hosting it. <laughs> so fucking anything possible. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, there was already yeah. one stemming it's before we jumped on air. <laughs> as soon as you mentioned the word NFT and crypto, he's like, ah, oh, fuck off, bro. <laughs> he hates it. But um, yeah, thank you for coming on, man. You're, bro, you're turning 30. This week, yesterday, oh, yeah, you turned thirty. Yesterday. Oh, did yeah, you send him a message? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't. Send I called him, me. bro. I called him. You know why? Because oh fuck, man. Sorry, bro. <laughs> wait, someone said something about. Oh yeah, no, I'm doing it near Jake's birthday on. on, on and I was like, wait, what date's that? <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 it was wait, literally yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I know your birthday as well. What is that? April twentieth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so, I always remember because the the you oh, know star shit best friend. <laughs> Bro, that sums up our friendship, yeah. and he doesn't give a fuck either. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> That's so fucked. I'm sorry, yeah, man. Nah, anyway, how does that how feel, bro? Good, man. Good. Um, actually, feel. I feel like the last couple of years I've like changed changed quite a bit, man. True, true. I actually probably have. Oh, actually you'd be a like good judge of that. Has he I changed? Feel like since you first met him. I mean, he's put on a bit of weight. No, he hasn't. Mentally, no, he hasn't. <laughs> no, he nah, was. He's always been that kind nah, but of like, like my... fucked up person. Like, <laughs> like, nah, he he always thinks differently. Always. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. been like that. Yeah, now maybe has. because he's obviously growing up and getting older. But I maybe, mean, my desire to go out. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've slowed oh, down now. Nah, yeah, you know. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've turned. Nah, I mean, as a person. Yeah, I but I feel like career same. fucking changed. Not changed you, but that like slowed you down dramatically. Yeah, I think it's hard. Like. um like when I was coming out of football the first time, it was like you come out and you're like, 
Well, I just want to. I just want to party as much as I can because I've, I've been holding this in since I was four years old, pretty much. <laughs> and then, and then, but then this time I had like all these things that I wanted to do, and I was like, I don't have the time to to lose a day or two or three days because I've like gone out and like wrecked myself mm. to like catch up, you know. So yeah. I just got into the habit of enjoying. I mean, what we went the other night, we went somewhere and. What time did I leave? 12.30, 12 o'clock? Yeah, something. we left, okay. Like, yeah, 12.30, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Saturday night, quiet one. Yeah, that's weird. Waters. But you feel better, don't you? Much you better. Don't, you don't miss anything as well now. I, I, feel, I feel super healthy except for my stomach. <laughs> what do you mean? In every, in every way possible except like, for my stomach. Can we just talk about like his obviously uh, journey to put on weight, which was... <laughs> wasn't like you know he's just gone lazy and stuff like he genuinely wanted to put on weight yeah, which we played in the dylan tom Beatty's exhibition match a few weeks ago which me and fahid almost got in a punch on <laughs> we'll play a charity game but we're going up at each other because i was running everywhere like bro where the fuck are you playing <laughs> we're down four three and he didn't want to come off he didn't get substituted <laughs> once <laughs> he didn't come off there but- was one moment actually i didn't i don't know if you, you noticed this but like you guys had had your argument and then or like a few arguments at this point. <laughs> and then we'd been chasing the ball for like five minutes. And then we just win the ball back. Someone gives you the ball in like in your, in your little pocket. You turn for no reason. Everyone's like, keep the ball, keep the ball. Oh, and you just it. pass the ball straight back to the, the other team. And I, I just looked over it. <laughs> Like, yeah, I think <laughs> I think I dragged myself not long after that because I couldn't, I couldn't move, bro. I was uh, Alan Davidson, who was sixty three, played just fitter than me, bro. He covered more ground than me, man. That was a concern. But oh, just going man. into that game, bro, we were like it was a fun fun day. But yeah. man, one of the things when we were in the club rooms after eating, but we spoke for an hour, and in that whole hour, he was eating the whole time. Yeah, he ate for like different four, five different people. plates, like, and I didn't realize. I'm like, bro, have you stopped? <laughs> so, man, it's so expensive. This is this is the thing that I'm realizing. Yeah, it's actually, he didn't, like, he didn't eat the last the next two or three days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, bro, you ate so much. That's crazy. It's like you hadn't eaten for a month or nah, something. Well, um, yeah, probably didn't do it. Like how I am, I just like if I if I got I want if I want to do something, I just like want to do it as fast as possible. So I probably didn't do it in the healthiest way. I mm. just, I didn't count calories. I didn't try to like slowly increase a surplus. I just literally eat as much as I possibly can at every moment of every day. But then now, because I'm doing heaps of cardio, I actually feel like I need to eat a lot because you can imagine how big my stomach is now. Yeah. And like how much my body's burning because of the size. Are you struggling? To, are you trying to, are you trying to lose weight now though? Are you, oh, I'm are not you, trying, but like I am losing a lot of weight. You like, are losing. What are you at now? Because you got to what? A hundred? No, ninety five and that like eighty seven now. Do you do you understand like people who are gonna listen that they're gonna start thinking, What the fuck? The guy actually tried to put like fifteen or twenty kilos on. Just on, just <laughs> for like a game. Just like a game. Yeah. And like a purpose. I know. And like with it makes no sense. <laughs> no, but you know it's like trying to explain and he tried bro to explain to me and I was like it you, still makes no sense, bro. Like I just don't understand that kind of stuff like you want to do something, you want to do like a marathon, Iron Man, everything, and you, you challenge yourself. That's mm. things like you've never done in your life, everything. That's fair enough. 
trying to put 20 kilos oh, on bro. but why i was like i why? can't believe you did it too <laughs> it like, like yeah, he actually did it I as just, well i just want to do it <laughs> yeah i know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like, but i didn't want to just eat well, i wasn't just eating chocolates and stuff like that i know but i was man, just fucking swim like to new zealand strength. or whatever man you want to challenge no, yourself you like, ate like a lot like m- multiple meals a day like four or five like you'd have dessert every sick. day and shit <laughs> did you get sick yeah nah like not not bad he's like, he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's lighting you up here <laughs> yeah. this is how your discussions go you try and explain something to him and he already knows that he's not going to reason with you no and he there's w- like, and, and there's no, no, no there's going back Bro, there's things like you understand and someone can try to explain to you. There's no explanation here. Like <laughs> no, he, like hold me, on. he can try or try to explain the way he wants. But your no point was that it was unhealthy, right? It's unhealthy and it makes no sense for you to try to put 20 kilos on. <laughs> when like you, you're someone like, he's a, he's a good looking guy, everything, and he was healthy. Why? He looked like a fat He had no neck. At one point, he had no neck. Do you remember? Bro, his head on his shoulder. Yeah, he did. It was one. It was one at that point. Yeah, actually, I've lost a lot of weight now. I think of it. He lost now. Yeah, you had no necks. No, the one at the end. We're not going to keep trashing it, but the one, the funniest moment, the funniest moment of the, the funniest moment of the game for me was when. I think he, you must have been tired at this point because obviously we hadn't played. It was a 70-minute game, a big pitch. And we, me and you, like he's, he's fit, but you hadn't played much football at all. No, before. I haven't. Yeah, and you hadn't played anything like he's me. full preparing for the game. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he played 70. He could have played another 30 minutes. <laughs> could have played another 30 bro <laughs> no. you know there's a there's one video when we caught the goal and you, can, you could see uh, rush rush is like hands on his hips yeah like four and he or couldn't five breathe bro. Four <laughs> or five people this, me that. this is what i was gonna say so he was last man it was th- no three on two was it three on one? You know, no, it's me. Yeah. Was it three on one or three on I two? I think it was four on two. It was oh. me and Dane. Yeah, you and Dane, right? And, and you made this decision, which because there was two guys running at you with the ball, and then you had two guys like either side of you and Dane. He quit. He just huh? quit. Yeah. <laughs> just and, like, and he knew <laughs> the right thing was was to drop off. Yeah. And he knew if I go forward, this guy will play it, and then I'm out of the play. Why did, I, I didn't just run. know Dane was going. <laughs> and you made that decision. Wait, hold. Do not press. <laughs> did he say that? Like, drop. Like, he said about seven times oh, and I was no. just like fuck this just yeah went. fuck man yeah, that was that was one of my highlights that, that moment but um okay serious question do you think being able to run a marathon is healthy an individual that's I'm, I'm not training like that. a soccer player or running marathons is healthy healthier than what you did well, yeah 100% but just healthy like like ultimate healthiness nice there's no ultimate something it's about how you feel but that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's healthy to train in the manner that we train, like when we're playing soccer? Yeah. You think that's healthy? Yes, it is. To redline the body every single day. You don't run and get run. sick and like. You don't get sick. Go go to bed after a game feeling like oh I can't walk for three days. Do you think that's healthy? Like, so for you, healthy like, individual. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I, I think I yeah I think you have a point. <clears throat> Like I reckon it maximum. takes years off your life. Yeah, but I also think it also it keeps. Uh, like, on, I, I don't know about depending, um, if, depending if you have injuries and what kind of stuff you do. Like, there's a lot of ex soccer players, especially when they were playing in Italy, everything, and like when you start taking some stupid medicine. Yeah, it doesn't. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just no, talking no, about if, the, if the amount that you're exerting yourself every day. Do you think that that's? But I don't know. I felt, I, felt like it, yeah, I felt like it helped me mentally. Sport. Depending on the sport. Yeah, there's, no, there's on. obviously... If I'm not saying AFL, it's a bad thing, but I mean playing, like physical health. If you're health. playing AFL and rugby, 
Of course, like if you have like a great career or you played at the highest level for 10, 15 years, you're not gonna be the same. Like uh, your body is not gonna, you're, mm. you can't mm. say it's healthy mm. when you turn like 34, 34, well, whatever, 40 years old or something. Yeah. It's mm. different. Soccer player, you don't have the same things. So the way you train everything, like yeah, you don't have to run every day like uh, to prepare for yourself for a marathon to be healthy. But I just mean, okay, just take, the, do anything take, like, the, take the metric of this. I never get head colds now. When I was playing, I feel like once a month, once every six <laughs> weeks, I'd get a head cold. Because <laughs> it's so run oh, down from oh, training right, so training. much. And like, you've got no fat on your body. Like, I just feel like, you look at, you look at the people in change rooms and you look like unwell, in my mind. I remember uh, Carl saying one day, <laughs> we're doing a preseason. Oh, we're doing it, yeah, we're doing a preseason. And all of us were like, we were running so hard. And Carl, <laughs> we were like getting changed in the changing rooms. And, and Carl goes, boys, like, I know, like, we see each other every day. So to us, it sort of looks normal, but we all look sick. Bro, what have you, can, before we ask for Hid what he's been up to, can you tell us what you've been up to? Because your life's Ooh. very interesting. <laughs> How long um, do you have, bro? Where do you want to start? Well, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah f- <laughs> we, we can go with MMA now. to your football school to wherever you, you want right. to take us, man. But a lot's, uh, a lot's changed yeah. since we've last had you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, okay, we'll talk about this football school because that's the main one um, that's, like, sort of taken the attention and um, a lot of care. Um, so me and Lukey Jeggs um, and my brother started this soccer academy. We um, What's it called? Beyond Technique Football School. Beyond Technique. Um, And so as the name states, it's a football school. It's like to develop your technique and develop you as a a footballer primarily. But then after that, we're sort of trying to not neglect the human side as well and develop the individual psychological everything. Obviously, I'm studying psych, so that's important to me. Um, And what we're sort of calling it is like a holistic developmental environment and there's a there's a write-up that we've, we've got online whatever but basically all the issues that we probably spoke about when we we're in the professional space players you know going broke after their last contract not knowing how to invest their money um like mental health issues whether that's whether that's like related to football or life at home like family issues or whatever um life after football like what to do how to how to get a job how to study while you're playing like all these things probably a lot of the stuff that that pfl the pfa helps players with but we're trying to do it in the capacity of like a soccer academy that incorporates that all into it so the kids are enabled to do it themselves exactly yeah i mean that's like one of the big things that we talk about is we don't want to like uh shelter them from the realities of of football and life and like the difficulties of that no we want to like prepare them strengthen them so that then when they face those realities they're stronger and, and they can deal with it and they, you know they're prepared or whatever so that's the idea fuck that's crazy yeah, so, so you you start you've this been in the making for a while but you're actually starting to training yeah, sessions so now, we've hey? been yeah so we've been working on it for ages and like a lot of the stuff it's it's probably taken a really long time because um i mean obviously covid and then learning how to start a business. Like, I didn't know anything about that. Mm. We're sort of just learning on the fly. Lukey probably knows a bit more, and so does Salim. But um, I'm just learning. And then lots of the, lots of the stuff, there's, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that's um, like the methodology, the philosophy and stuff that we've worked really, really hard on. 
um, that I feel like most players, ex-players or, or current coaches, they start an academy, they, they would just go with the, the idea of like, oh, what did I learn? And I'm just going to do that. Like they're not thinking about actually what is the best way that a player learns and a player develops their, I don't know, their passing. Like like down to not not just taking what you've learned and then like just replicating it, actually thinking, does, does that work, that work in that situation? How to like refine it in the perfect way. I think you, like you think like that quite a bit. He doesn't just take what he's learned and then just replicate it. Like mm. he actually thinks through like, does this actually work or has that just been drummed into me since I was a kid so then I'm thinking it works you know what I mean um so one of like one of the things that we talk about a lot and this came from organic conversations between me and Lukey while he was in Norway I was in in Korea and we'd have these nights where like literally nothing to do so we'd just FaceTime each other and and we just at the time we weren't thinking of starting a soccer academy but we were just talking about oh how to like what's the best way to coach what's the best way to learn and, you know, we came up with lots of different things. Like one of them would be, so take uh, take the last, since, I don't know, 1998 or 1999, you take all the Golden Boot winners since, since oh, sorry, Ballon d'Or, Ballon d'Or winners since that time, right? You've got in there like Zidane, Modric, Rivaldo, Ronaldo, Messi, list goes on, right? I'm, I'm sure most people will be able to just Google it and see it or if they know off by, off by heart. Um, you take all those players, right? Put them over here on the right. Over here on the left, you have how every 99% of, of coaches coach. They go, okay, this is how you pass the ball, however it is. This is how you control the ball. You should be side on when you receive the ball. You should scan in this way. And there's all these like specific pointers, right? That you that you have to adopt as a player especially in Australia, they go, you have to play like this. You have to do this when you get the ball, right? And if you don't do it, you're wrong. <clears throat> let's say there's let's say there's 40 of them that every player gets given by every coach. Probably most of those things will will apply to each player, but not all 40 will apply to every single player. None n- there won't be one player that all 40 will be correct for. And for five of those things that are wrong, it's going to become a hindrance on their game and their development, right? So take, and then you, again, now go over to these these people, the top, the Ballon d'Or winners of however, last 20 years or whatever. Not one of those players does all 40 of those things, right? You might have Zidane who controls the ball with the sole of his foot. You've got Modric plays the ball with the outside of his foot. You've got Messi who only uses his left foot, right? Imagine if you had one of those players and from a young age, you tell them, Messi, no, you have to use your right foot. You have to use your right foot. And because, like, you've got time constraints, you've only got a certain amount of time to learn something, now, because Messi's using his right foot, that takes away from his left foot, and you don't get Messi, <laughs> right? So so we were like, how can, you, how can you, as a coach, be sure that when you're telling them something, you know that what you're saying is correct? And so we, we, we created this sort of thing that we're like, okay, we're outcome focused as opposed as opposed to solution focused right so you have a problem that's presented to player let's say um the 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 left back has the ball you're a center midfielder the the problem that you need to solve is you need to get the ball and and play it forward right 
most coaches or academies or whatever would say, you've got to do it in this way to achieve that goal, right? I think what we're going to do, which is what we're sort of trying to do, is as long as you achieve the outcome, doesn't matter how you do it, even if you want to flick it. However you, however you want to do it, you want to play the ball with the outside of your foot, as long as the ball goes to the target, you've succeeded, right? And, and I, in that situation, can't say you were wrong. But if you don't hit the target, then I can say you were wrong, right? So then we developed, so it's pretty intricate, but like mm-hmm. this is over literally a long time. Then we developed this thing called like hierarchy of, um, it's like objective truths versus subjective beliefs, right? So a subjective belief would be that you should control the ball with the inside of your foot, that you should be side on when you receive the ball as a midfielder, right? That's a subjective belief. So an objective truth would be it's better to score than to pass, right? It's better to assist than to pass backwards, right? So we developed this thing called the hierarchy of objective truths. And it's like at the top of it, the number one thing you can do when you receive the ball is score. And that can't be argued. It's not. <clears throat> you can't find a coach that's like, oh, I disagree because it is better. So then what's second to that? Assist. What's second to that? Pass to someone who can assist. What's what's fourth is you pass the ball forward. <clears throat> what's fifth? Oh, sorry, pass the ball to someone in a, in a more advanced position. Mm-hmm. Maybe then you have like pass the ball to someone in more space than you. And you go right the way down till you have just don't lose the ball, draw a foul, or clear it. That's exactly what Joseph Gombau did with us in Adelaide, by the way. Really? (laughs) He came, bro, this is no joke, he came. We had like, imagine our team, like at the time, it was like just just, uh, two years before you came, but our team at the time had Dario Vidicic, Karuska, Geronimo, Cassio, Mm -hmm. John McCain, Bruce Jitte, Sergio Van Dijk, like all these massive players, all Socceroos and stuff like at the time. (laughs) And we played this possession drill where like, <clears throat> there would be 6v6 yeah, and then the rest of the players would be on the outside and he gave you six rules and the first rule was like um, if you see a pass, pass. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I can't remember what they all were but it was along the lines if you see a pass, pass straight away. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you can't see a pass, find a pass. So like manoeuvre the ball, dribble, find a pass, then play it. And then it was like breaking yeah. down to like if you can't find anything, protect the ball, don't lose it. Yeah, Essentially yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. As soon as you did one rule wrong, you were out. Yeah, yeah. So and then like the new person would come in. So you can imagine like all these big players at the time. It's like the first two sessions. If you didn't do these basic principles, you were out of the drill and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing the bib like yeah, like, I can imagine team, yeah, lost yeah. It, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's interesting yeah. you say that because and, and and then it goes it goes to what you guys were talking about last time, which he's probably big on as well, is like that that type of thinking can be can be applied to anything, right? It's like uh, if you took I don't want to say names, but there's 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 certain players that I can think of in my team that if you if you said to him, okay, you can't party, then he we had this discussion. He, yeah, that's saying. what I mean. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't play as well. Like mm. he he wouldn't be enjoying his life. Steve probably done play as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like it applies in the same way. It's like what's the best for <clears throat> this person? Not not what's yeah, yeah. best yeah, across the board. But like rules, like as a coach or whatever. If you take today, like the two best coaches in the world. Klopp and arguably Klopp and Guardiola. Yeah, man, they they have rules. Players have to follow. Yeah, there's no discussion about it. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to play a certain way, the players have to adapt. Then he gives you freedom, whatever. Like he's not gonna Within teach that. Sterling or Manny or whatever how to dribble. He's not. But there there's principles within the team. 
And for example, when they lose the ball, they're all gonna press everything, that mm. kind of stuff. So that's why, like you have the collective thing, and then obviously individually at that, at the highest level, obviously players can do things. <clears throat> what he's talking about to me, for me, the players, there is a base where there's no negotiation. When he's talking about Messi, uh, he's playing on the left foot. Messi can sw can play with his right foot. Yeah, that's he's my, that's, that's, my that's my no, theory. Those players are doing this because they can do the did basics. That yeah. when they were young. There's <clears throat> bases or things like you have to do. Hmm. Then obviously when it comes, it's more individual everything and, and I agree with that. Like you hmm. have to give freedom to the players. Like the number six, like you, here in Australia, we try to make robots. Yeah, that's that's one of the things to be honest. Like, you got to play a certain way, and you have just to do that, to do that, to do that. It it sometimes it doesn't work. Like you never, you also need to adapt to the players you've got. If mm. you're a coach and you just pick a team, and you've got like twenty players, you have to adapt to them. Yeah. Even if you if you have uh, someone like uh, Mbappe up front, or and you've got uh, Firmino or whatever, it's gonna be different. You can't mm. ask them the same thing, or you'll be see you're gonna play a certain way because it's going to suit Mbappe or it's going to suit the other striker. Like so, But the base, for me, is important. And you need to teach the kid to play with everything. How to pass the ball, it might be outside, inside, uh, controllable, inside, outside, soul, everything with the uh, laces or whatever. That technical juggling, you have to be able to do a lot of things. Then, obviously, when you start growing, you're going to have someone, for example, just using his outside, whatever outside mm. foot, maybe more than... Yeah. Leave him. Let yeah, him I think that's that's exactly. I, I agree completely. You need to be practicing. That's why everything. That, but that's why, like at the 100%. beginning, yeah. here you can see. Like yeah, seriously, yeah. for me, I'm shocked. In A League, there's players that can't juggle, and I'm yeah. I'm very serious. Yeah. I, I've seen when I when I first came here, like you do some drills or whatever. Players can't choose like both feet. They can't juggle. Like they can't even do fifty with the head, <laughs> which is like for me, it was just like wow. Really? Like seriously, I was yeah, embarrassing. But uh, but it, it's just. It's not about against the players. First of all, they need to work on on their own and do their own thing. And sometimes they want to improve, but also the coaches. And that's what we spoke about last time in academies, everything. It's just sometimes they're not good enough. They have no mm. clue to when it's like uh, what they're doing. And that's what pisses me off. But Rush, when I first came, he was like, he couldn't play with his left foot. Like not really or something, and the other players everything, and I was like, man, you need to stay, stay at the end of the session and work and work and work. And he was like, what? Well, they don't want me to stay, <laughs> or whatever. I said, well, stay, whatever, stay. And to be honest, and then he got better, and then like players, whatever, some of them are still playing everything. They started working, but it's just because we tell you to play a certain way, and the coaches, you do like for example, like pattern, and they say, oh, you gotta do that, you gotta do that, you gotta do that. All right. <laughs> But during the game, sometimes you have different things. Yeah. So what, what's going to happen? If your player can't dribble, for example, or he doesn't know how to protect the ball or whatever, then it's crazy. If you yeah. ask your fullback, for example, just to take the ball, play long there, inside everything, what about when he comes on his left foot, if yeah. he's a right footer? So, but if, he, if you don't work at training those things, you're going to have issues. But here, with just like a lot of coaches, majority just focus on their own thing. So, and they don't, don't let the players do sometimes or let the creativity. It's a coach's game now, football. It is, it's but it's not a player's game. No, no, I disagree with that. What do you mean? It, the, the most famous, the most important people is the coaches no, now. I disagree and with that. And it is, man. What do you mean? No. And the, in regards about, to, are you talking about in regards like to Pirlo, results? Zizou and all the, that, and in those names is players. Yeah, like, yeah, on. okay, coaches were important, but it was no. players that was like, 
people were like it's the same thing the today plan. bro if you if you have if you it's if about you, it's about the no, system but the coaches have the, the coaches have a massive impact but it hasn't always way. been like that the, the coaches have a, have oh, a massive impact look look at liverpool the last six years or five years or whatever they've been amazing since they've signed like uh their center back uh like uh, yeah him and Mane, like or everyone but they've built that team for like four or five years like club was whatever like he first came and he said oh, i want a center back i want that i want that because he had a way to play and it was like i want them now they have one of the best if not the best team in the world uh, Man City, Guardiola Cambro, he signed like he spent 300 million on defenders, fullback, everything. I was like, oh, I want that. It's not working one year. Oh, I want another centre back, 60 million or whatever, because he wants to find his way. But the players, if you've got Mbappe today, if he had one of them had Mbappe, man, they'd probably be best team in the world. Yeah, if maybe they are, but it would change a lot of things. Today, Paris Saint Germain have signed like Messi, Neymar, everything. It's not working. You can put any coaches. It's you had like so um, Tuchel was there, uh, Pochettino they had before him Laurent Blanc everything and it didn't work they they couldn't win it and sometimes they were close everything well, to win the Champions League well, but look today's a team it's do not the coach's fault bro do, no I'm not saying but do you not feel no, like there was a, like there was a shift one. in like the f in football when Barcelona came about with Pep <laughs> there was like a big shift where it was like oh it's more focused on systems now. Than individual players. Nah, I don't. Bro, Barcelona, they had Messi. It, it, they can, they, I know, and but he don't said you it, think like, he, he actually had an agree? interview about that about Messi, and he said, "I, I had amazing like players. Lying. I think like I, I think I would have won." He said, "Look, I think we would have won with without Messi, but we wouldn't we wouldn't have won the same mm. number of trophies or whatever." But, but like, the thing is, like, yeah. you've got some like yeah, he comes, he does his things. If you don't have Messi, you don't win it. Like back then, he was by far the best player in the world. Like in your own different planet, Real Madrid mm -hmm. without Ronaldo, you don't win it. Every, with Ancelotti, Zidane or something, if they don't have, if they didn't have Ronaldo, they wouldn't. Do you know what? Bro, um, for me, it comes to players. I, the coaches have a massive impact. Like on the season when you win, look today, for example, like in A League, um, take Western United, the first or second or whatever close. John John's got John Aloisi has got an impact in that team. Also, the players he signed. So, but the player, if you don't sign the striker, if you don't sign the center back, if you don't sign whatever, like all the players, everything in midfield, it's not, there's a one responsible. But bro, no, but you're, to, but you're talking about like, go to actually your experience of playing and the way, exactly what you were saying before. Oh, when you get the ball, you have to pass here. When you, when you get, when you do this, you have to do this. They're not, they're, they're taking a play and then they're going, okay, you've, you've got to play, like shave off all your edges and play in the system to not express like who who you are and why you got brought yeah, there but, in the but, first place but then for example when i first came at victory i remember like <laughs> we had like one uh game or something like pre-season whatever like internal internal game at amy park with like the crowd and the crowd is allowed to come yeah. and <laughs> musky was like hey, we lose the ball like press 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 and like you get the ball, run, make a run behind. And I was like, seriously, like so confused. First of all, I couldn't understand what he was like saying. First, first, was like first, first internal game after years. like a week or whatever, 10 days. <laughs> and like, seriously, I was like so confused. Can't and I couldn't understand. I couldn't even understand to be honest. Like, I barely understand. He was like, fight, run, there, in behind, come back, uh, press, press. And I was like, man, coming from France, well, like, I was like, hold on. There's, I don't understand. And JP came. But you, you're not one the language, but also the instruction of like. But I was getting confused sense. because no, it's not. It's the way he wanted to play wasn't right. me. 
It was just like I was like, well, he's wrong. Who's <laughs> the player he picked? Like, I need to get the ball. Like, w- because when as soon as we won the ball, for example, one of the first thing was like making run straight away in behind. Yeah, that was. Victor but I wanted. I had pace or something. Whatever, I was quick. But I wanted to touch the ball. Like, so you need yeah. to mix it up. If you do the same thing every time, it's all, it's not gonna work. Mm. And I was like, well, I need to touch the ball. And JP the Marini came, and I was like, well, I can't play this way. The ball is on one side. And like in France, like you take time, everything goes from one side to another, whatever. But here the ball was on one side and like you try to penetrate. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> it makes no sense. Mm. And so I, we had a discussion, but I had to adapt to Venice. Like I, I also had to adapt, but I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to play my football anyway. So, and I had a discussion with Kevin. I was like, I, I, you need to give me fi- like freedom. freedom. I know how to play football or something. I understand things. I'm going to try, obviously, because you have to adapt to the coaches and you have to respect what he wants to put in place because he's the one making decisions. But I need to do my thing, whatever. And to be honest, he gave me that. Like, he, he gave me my freedom, everything. So offensively, I think Costa was playing back then on the right or something. So Costa was more direct. But he allowed me to come inside and to touch the ball and things. For example, my first friend, like first friend the game in Sydney in Tasmania, and like in France, like wingers, like you can swap during the game, whatever. You end up doing anything as long as like you're in the, you're in the shape. And I was going on the right side and I was Costa, yeah, swap. Costa was like, no. Nah. And I was like, oh, well, you ran over there and he said, no, no, <laughs> yeah, and, and like first friendly. And I was like, is this cancerous? <laughs> That's odd though. And I, I just told him like, and it was like my first game. And like, when you know, you don't speak the language, yeah. everything, you go somewhere, whatever. And I was like, what? fucking go there right, that's what I love and playing I, on the wing and, I, and, and he was like that he wanted to stay on the right but because that was his position yeah. and he in his mind was like I'm just gonna stay there and I was like man I'm just in a different football here like it's just crazy <laughs> but then I had to adapt but to be honest like he Kev understood uh, that kind of stuff for example with me yeah. we had also players like Guy Finkler who was playing as a, as a 10 Guy was doing exactly, he, he had quality everything, but Guy was like, all right, I'm going to play that thing. Yeah. So um, he, had, he was doing good things, like, you know, when he had on the ball sometimes, like doing his own thing, but everyone was had like a proper task, to be honest. Like him was like, get the ball, play with a 10, or in behind or whatever. So, yeah, it's, the coaches say something, but if we didn't have like quality the first year, if we didn't have Matthew at the back or even best, like he scored so many goals, everything doesn't really matter about the system. <coughs> it, it comes to the players. The yeah. coach can try to do something. Uh, he's got a lot of responsibility, but it comes to the player. But yeah. uh, like, take it. You're probably a really good person to talk about, um, like the developmental processes in this, like pathways in this country, and like what you go through as a player. Because I didn't really do it too much because I left. I did it for a small period, but then I left. You did pretty much the polar opposite. Yeah, yeah, because even like at Daniels, which yeah. was the academy, like it was, it was more free. You were like, yeah, you're learning everything, but there's there's a slight element of freedom where the coach has has like nuance, and they and they think, okay, in this situation, maybe this doesn't suit. The, like banging this into this player doesn't suit him, right? Obviously, like you said, you need the base. Like everyone needs to work on their whatever first touch like with every part of the foot both feet like everything like that the base needs to be there but what i feel like what happens in especially in australia is any kind of personality gets banged out of you hard and there's like a certain way to do things and if you go outside that you're not considered valuable as a player like do you not i, I don't want to like put it in no, your no, mouth no. but do you, do you feel like that was like your experience through 
Um, yeah, it was. We were pretty like, especially at the AIS, it was like very robotic. Like everything. But the, the coach, though, to be honest, he made better players from doing it that way. But it was very principal. Like it was Dutch. It was a Dutch influence. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everything was like all tactical strategy ball speed like movement like it was all principles where like yeah you kind of forgot your own natural gifts like like yeah, i remember yeah. getting the ball and like taking a long range shot and forgetting like fuck i could like i can shoot like do you know what i mean because yeah. it's so wide on like moving the ball moving players moving space and stuff like yeah, not having yeah. the freedom to um which actually kind of killed my enjoyment for the game but yeah. it 100 percent made us better players yeah and it's like it, like it i learned more about the game it doesn't like i'm not saying there's no place for that like of course you need to understand how to play in a system that's obviously important but i remember you saying i remember you saying i think we were watching fuck, it would have been a world cup maybe where james rodriguez was like uh, what what world cup was that where he was like 10, brazil, 10. brazil. Yeah, it was 2014 yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014 nah. was brazil yeah yeah 2010 yeah. was south africa brazil yes south africa but that's it was brazil i think oh, when yeah. he scored the goal yeah it yeah. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. in brazil yeah it was oh, in brazil okay. the volley oh, yeah. and and i remember you saying like um we've got a lot of good players in australia but like no one that really takes your breath away like that makes you yeah, like go warm bro you went you played you know. in argentina or whatever and it's it's part of it's kind of like a religion. Yeah. But do you so not play, think players you not are think brought, yeah, do, you see, do you see any kids playing here on the street and playing soccer? Okay, I understand. I think I understand there's other bro. variables. I understand the variables of like just culturally they're different people. It, it, I understand there's, there's, there's the competition different between sports. Yeah. The it's so expensive here. The, the country is so good. Like it's actually one of the best country. Yeah. You, you went there or you go to Africa, you've got nothing else to do. It's not yeah. like, you know, your your lot of parents can afford to buy you a PlayStation or whatever, all that stuff. So yeah. the only thing is like a ball and you can play soccer. So when but you play, when you grow up doing that, then you get better. Here, bro, look at the country. And I, I've said it heaps of time. The biggest issue, issue, issue here is the country is too good. Because yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's seriously, and yeah, I've said it, you're not, and you, you don't get you the desire. Create uh, any look, need. look today, for yeah. example, you're, you're one of the example because you decided, mm-hmm. so you were a soccer player and you decided to stop playing mm-hmm. and to go to England or like in Europe, mm-hmm. everything to play music and to, to, to do something. <laughs> I was waiting for him to pop, you know, go to the fucking I'll give you that example. So, because. You, you obviously, you were on a small salary here in, in A-Liga mm-hmm. back then. If you were playing in Europe and you were making, for example, like an average salary, whatever in first division today is like 80,000 per month, Euro. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever, 100, 120, uh, 130 per month. I don't think you would have made that that choice. Because, nah, but it's true. <laughs> because Fucking today you right. play in A-League. Yeah. Right. Of, nah, but bro, look. <laughs> You play in A-League. I'd still be playing too. <laughs> yeah, but if you play in A-League yeah. and you, all right, you make 100, 120. For example, whatever, it's an average salary, 120, 130 yeah. or something. Yeah. If you're not a starting 11, all right, you're going to have, you're going to play for 10 years, but you're not going to make a lot of money when you stop playing. So you've done, you've been doing something for 10 or 15 years or whatever. Sometimes a lot of people forget to go to school or they don't want to do anything else, which is stupid. Like you should get uh, like a lot of qualification and do uni everything because you do have time. So you do that and then it's over and you have to start working. So here, for example, they don't get the desire. If you know if you don't make it as a soccer player or even you can do things much better in life. 
you can open your own business. Rush, for example, today is like he's got his own academy, he's doing other things, whatever. You can do a lot of things that gonna make you make much more money. Mm -hmm. If you play in first division or even in second division in Europe, like in the top country, there's nothing else. Like you can't make more money. Like or like very very few people would make more money. Okay. So the desire to make it is very different. Here you don't make it. Oh yeah, it's hard, man. I'll do something else. I'll go there. What I do? I'll, I'll, I'm gonna open a cafe. That's because the country nah, is so good. I, I would I would I would argue like okay. The desire to make it, bro, for like you could, uh, take African uh, African countries or even but South we also America, we have so they many have, sports here, bro. But bro, like, but it yeah. also like for them to succeed. It means they're gonna make so much money they can help the whole family. You don't have the desire here to get that because it's it's inside. Like seriously, like when you have like whatever twenty people behind you, the parents, the grandparents, the, ch the children, everything, and you have to pay for everyone to help them to have like a normal life. Man, I, I tell you right now, seriously, it, it makes things very different. Here, you don't make it. Doesn't really matter. So well, I don't think I. I honestly think there's a lot of kids that are not like coming from Argentina watching the kids like I saw kids way lazier in Argentina yeah than than seen here like kids with their oh I, I'm gonna go train here I'm gonna train there I've seen heaps of kids in Argentina that really probably need football and they they can't be bothered and yeah, they sit there and they're you, good school you, players but like no, but they the, can't be bothered I mean in, in general the like someone like you when you start playing in first division I've never seen any player like saying, all right, I'm just gonna play music now. I wanna go there and play music. And if you play like in the first division in top league, because like you just wanna play and there's nothing better. I'll, I'll tell you right now, mm. seriously, for me, I played soccer at the highest level, there's nothing better in terms of job because it was my passion. So making money like, and you, you get paid because you're playing soccer. It's like it's when you think like about actually it. it's a passion. Wait, so though. it's a job. It, you don't even take it as a job. But no. stay with the, the topic of the development. Like I feel like I saw kids at 13, 14 years old in Australia. Yeah, I think there's looked, desire here. That looked like as a player on the level of like an Argentinian, like a, a good Argentinian player. Yeah. And then by 16, I don't know where I don't know where the gap I don't drops. know what happened to them. I don't know where the gap. I don't know where the gap um, drops. Like, because I feel like at probably up until thirteen, fourteen, even fifteen, we're pretty close to other countries in in regards to like some of our levels. Yeah. Because I so went overseas and trialed at like fourteen, yeah, fifteen, I mean. at Blackburn and stuff, and it was the there was no difference. It's it was like then it's the next phase. It's then when I went back over after my yeah. A League career, and I was training with Championship, and I went back and trained with the twenty ones. It's like these guys could all play in the A League. Like, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? And so, like what kids. Is the, so what is the what so happens I don't, I, between those that's years? That's my, I don't know. But I, and my, I ticked every, I ticked every box you could possibly tick in this country of every representative team and pathway you could go through. And I don't know, when we got, then you go to, we go to the under 20 World Cup, we play Spain, we lose 6-0. And, you, and you've got those players, and you've got those players, you can't even make the argument they're not, they're not training every day because we have places yeah, that are training on, pretty much on. every day. When you're here, in what they call academy, you're training three or four times. In academy, for example, I'm not gonna talk about other countries because I'm, ju uh, I'm just gonna talk about the France, I know the country there. The kids, when they go into academy, the school is like they train first and then the school comes after. Mm. So even if they try, like you train in the morning and then you have school afternoon, or you train every single day, you stay together. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, at AIS they but, used to do that. Yeah, but they were also training like almost every day. How, you, yeah. know, you went training three times? 
Nah, we train, yeah, like in the academy, day. like today, I used to train eight times a day. How, how many times did you train? We'd put, it'd be minimum one, sometimes twice a day. All right. So, yeah. but that's why also they got better because you train more. Yeah. The, the, the only, you only had one in, in Australia. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's, now imagine you've got that's that. A big one, yeah, imagine sure. you've got that kind of stuff within every professional club. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. So if you had, if Victory City, Western United, Western Sydney, all those clubs had things like that, and you can have the players to stay. Yeah. You look after them. Yeah, they stay true. with you. They, okay, so the morning, you look after everything. So okay. you look after the food. You know how they eat to make the, to understand because it's obviously you need to be healthy. You understand how to eat everything. It's gonna make you a better player. Okay. Bro. Th- yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But thought experiment. Okay. Take that. Let's say every every club. Let's say there's more. There's say 30, 30 clubs in the country that kids get that whole like that that like process. They train every yeah. day, whatever, fed, gym, everything. But the only thing that has to stay the same is that they're coached in the same way as they're currently coached. Do you think we? Pro, we we I think equal, you, I think if you uh, have the same coaches today, Argentina, but you train more, France, you're still, Spain. Nah, but you're still gonna be better. You're still no, gonna, you're gonna be, be better. But gonna do you better. think we're on the level now, of them? Is what I'm saying. In terms of coaches, I think no, look, not in, I'm, talk, I'm saying like the kids. I'm yeah. saying the, the players in terms of players. Like let's say they would you be they're training level? every day, they're doing all that stuff, but they're tra- they're coached in the same way. Yeah. Do you think we equal I, the level of like I, I the rest of I, the world? So we're talking about the coaching stuff. Yeah, I'm asking about the coaching. Yeah. Oh, I I do think, and we spoke about that last time. I think you have really good people within the country. I just think I I really think we don't use them. When you have like ex soccer player, like um, former like former uh, soccer rules, yeah. or people like who actually played at the highest level, and when you talk to them, they don't do anything. They're not even involved in football. It's scary. But the problem is like, you don't want to spend money. You don't have enough resources or clubs don't want to use that. They don't want to spend money on kids. Because the thing is like, in my opinion, if I today I was the chairman of a club, I would say, all right, we've got the salary cap here. So you know you can't spend more than 2.6, 2.7 million. And uh, whatever with the marquee players are, I go to 4 millions if you want. But you know you can't spend more. But then if you transfer kids, if you spend more, we're going to spend half a meal every time. So we're going to take six or seven coaches. We're going to pay them good money. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to focus on that. We're going to build like an accommodations, like kind of things. So the kids, if I'm I'm coaching any team in Melbourne and the best 14 years old is in Perth or Darwin, bro, I got to go and pick him and make him stay here, but he can, he needs to train. Because the thing is like at 17 or 18 years old, if you transfer that, and he's been playing in A-League, he starts playing in A-League, you can transfer him to Europe. You can make 800, whatever, six, a million, uh, 600, 700, whatever. Then you can reinvest the money. But the problem is like, they don't think about the academy like that. They just think, oh, we just need a team, something. You can make so many good things if you, if they, to be honest, if they thought the right way, that will make money. But it's just here we use it. Or we just have an academy, blah blah. How many kids make it? And then they play in league, but they're not good enough. Make them much better. If you have to bring coaches from overseas or something, do it. But you need to build those academies like proper academy and not just have like the name of academy that means nothing. And coaches who can't even kick a ball and they're teaching kids playing at, in a professional club how to do things. Mm-hmm. So all the coaches in, if you take in Europe, at the, like in not big, biggest club. In any club's professional level, usually the coaches in academies are all ex-players. Mm. Because when you have to demonstrate something, so today, for example, you have your own academy, you're going to be able to demonstrate things because you can do it. So you have other people having their own academy and the guy can't even kick the ball. 
So, and then he's gonna ask, oh yeah, man, just give me a hundred dollars for for an hour. Well, you can't kick the ball and you're asking that, and they they take a piece, and that's why. Just a funny story on, on something like this because you can imagine. Bro, him. yesterday, seriously, we live we live uh, you see where yesterday I was actually at the beach and then we're just walking there like a, a shit there with my dog, and I, in the morning and I, two days ago, sorry and. Uh, a guy uh, yeah and a guy actually comes he put his goal there and there's a kid just kicking the ball and like he's at his academy whatever he gets like three or four kids sometimes per day or during the weekend and i looked i was walking and i I, seriously i was like i'm not gonna get involved but i wanted to go there and say man stop it Stop! <laughs> I, I, I wanted to tell Imagine the parents. He listens to this podcast. I, I want to tell the parents. Yeah, well, I, hope, I, hope, I really <laughs> hope he knows. I really hope he knows. Now, seriously, and I was like, he's an old guy or something to me. He looks nice, but he does, he's got he no looks clue. Nice. No, he's got no <laughs> clue what he's insult, doing. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got no insult clue what he's coming. doing. And uh, seriously, I was like, sir, uh, you know, seriously, as a soccer player or like you know, I've been that, I've been doing that. I wanted to go there, tell the parents. You know what? Find someone else. His guy's taking a piece. He's taking money from you. He's got no clue. Your kid, he's not gonna be good enough anyway. He's not gonna make it because he can't kick the ball. And but the prime is like, can you just picture him just going up to this guy? Nah, because but bro, that, the prime is like, you've got your kid's not gonna make it anyway. No, 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 no. But I'm not saying <laughs> nah, that. Nah, okay, he wouldn't do it. But nah, I can see him parents, picking because it. Because the parents, I understand. Yeah. It's not making it something. If you want, if you if you can afford to have like a coach or whatever, yeah. put your son in the academy just to make it better. It doesn't mean like you have to become a soccer player. It just making but. That coach there has got no clue. He's not even correcting correcting the kid when he kicks the ball or something. And I was just looking at it. I was like, man, it makes me sick. Like, seriously. But that's the same thing in academies. You've got people, bro, you go to any academies, I'm pretty sure, in in A-League, and you've got people who've never played football. Mm. So now if I'm a father, I'm a father. If I I had my son there and I looked at the the coach and I was like, oh, who is he? All right, the next AD player. He coach everything. He's he's coaching. Mm, he's played. Man, that's good. I respect that. If he's not, yeah. because and people are gonna say, "Why? Well, it's not because you haven't played. You can't be a good coach." Well, at the highest level, yeah, maybe. And seniors, everything. But there's so but many variants. Right yeah, no, no, but I tell you right that's now, why. with kids, I was just gonna ask with kids, you need to be able to yeah, demonstrate. I agree. I so all those agree. kind of stuff yeah. and. Coaches, and I'll tell you right now, all those frauds, everything, they're going to say, oh, Ben Carfora is wrong. Nah, man. Everyone coaching kids, if you start coaching in academy, you need to be able to demonstrate how to make a run, how to come inside, how to take your touch, everything. A lot of things. Great. But seniors, everything is different because it's men management, everything. It is it's more, it's there's more there's complicated. A there's yeah. a lot. And now you can have great coaches who never kick the ball. And but they understand the tactical side and men management. They have great skills. Everything that's totally different. Mm. In academy, man, if someone comes and oh, you don't have to play football, fucking bullshit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking mic <laughs> drop. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Bro, imagine him approaching me. Nah, if I drop my kid off nah. to train with Fahid, I would like just park around the corner. You'd love it. <laughs> You'd love it. Make sure he's... Nah, you nah, know, nah because the thing is like, it's a, and you, you look, you have so many people here to be honest, they invest money. And even in amateur level, everything, there's a lot of people trying to put a lot of money within clubs and trying to do the right thing. It's just, but you've got those people taking advantage. And saying like, yeah, oh, because time. I read a book and said, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. Or because the guy watched TV, like for, he watched three games of Guardiola and he thinks he's Guardiola or whatever. It makes no sense. But yeah. I feel uh, it's, 
I don't like it because of for the people who actually invest the money. They want to see the kids get doing better. They want to see the kids getting better and like trying to invest that kind of stuff here or make the football better. But it's just because you've got some frauds, whatever, and not, not doing anything special. Mm. And they take advantage of it. They make money of it. Yeah. So there's so many things, bro. The football here with the country we're in, the money is they've got everything. You can have... I'm not saying you're not never gonna be like England, Spain, mm. everything, mm. but you can be definitely like much better in yeah. terms of competition. Well, like you said, there's no need, isn't it? Like, because the the country's like the economy's fine. Like, that's but, exactly. But, but like look what at you like, said. Why, why, think, so why in 2006? You got AFL. Uh, like, I think look, we look overachieve at, as a country. Look, right? look at generation in yeah. 2006. What they call the golden generation. Yeah. Everyone played in Europe, all of them, all the players, and, and but Australia back then was. I would say like respected because can you tell me why that happened what sorry you're probably a better historian than me what what how did that happen how did what happen? like so that I'm golden mis- generation like what so was going on that made to, to be honest the the fascinating thing with that era is the only two players that didn't do their whole development in australia was kuehl and cahill they both went to uk at like mm-hmm. 14 13 14 and w- went through the academy i think I don't know which academy Cahill's in. He might have been in Millwall. And then Kuehl was like, he was over there as a kid as well. Mm-hmm. So they and they were our two like X factors when you think mm-hmm. about it, which yeah. is interesting. But I mean, like Mark Baduka, Craig Moore, Lucas Neal, so all, 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 all these guys, all these guys played um, here. Mm-hmm. But I, I yeah, don't. But they left early. They left they early. They went overseas and one of the things. And they fought. Look at today. As soon as you go overseas. And you don't play, players come back in A-League six months later. Because you know what? They don't want to fight. The country here, you've got everything. And look, you can see it's a couple of kids at 18 years old, whatever. They don't play. I'm leaving. Mm. Yeah, there's a personality you don't want to, as well. Yeah, like, like they want, guys they, guys well, look at players like, like uh, <clears throat> Timmy Cahill, everything. Like, they made it. Because they stayed. When you, they struggled at the beginning, they've stayed in Europe. They fought for the spot, everything. And then they had like a really good career. Like John, like all of them. Actually, like seriously, all of those generations, not their generation, sorry, they've stayed in Europe. But here now, you've got players playing with the Socceroos. They go to Europe, six months, it doesn't work. They go somewhere else, it doesn't work, they come back. Mm. And then, oh, they stay in A-League and you look great. Yeah, well, man, you failed when you went to Europe. But here, so they're happy because they're just like, all right, I'm going to make good money because I'm coming back from overseas. So clubs are going to give me more money than I was, yeah, I was on in Europe. Ago, yeah. So they're going to give me more money because I just went to Europe. And you're going to be here, enjoy your life, great lifestyle, top cities, everything. No pressure, no relegation, no enough, no promotion or whatever. You get it, you've got mm. it easy. Mm. So great lifestyle here. Seriously, look. You, you so but what do, you think, what do you think develops this personality of like these kids? Uh, I think in, in, a, in a con- contrast to the guys like the, the golden generation this, this, this I don't know guys. how Australia was whatever 15 20 years ago I don't know how it was here like in terms of uh, lifestyle I, I have no idea to the, I think it was I, I actually have no idea I don't know financially it's changed at all except yeah, but for now uh, we've got in the NSL back then in, in NSL back then could you make money no, it was like semi-professional or something like that, maybe, no? Yeah, but I don't know what type yeah, of money but they made. For, but for example, yeah. today, if, you, if you're they, an A-League player, they if you're like a market player, you can make decent money here in A-League. Yeah, you yeah. can actually make really yeah. good money. Yeah, if you're like a really good player in A-League, you can still, you're going to make good money. Yeah. Like, you, don't get me wrong, like you can make like your 300 or whatever, 350, 400 or something. You can, that's really good money yeah. in Australia. Nothing compared to Europe, but that's great money here. 
But if you were playing in NSL and I don't know, to be honest, because I wasn't, I have no idea. But if you, I'm pretty sure you couldn't make that kind of money, or you pretty, I'm pretty sure you couldn't make like really good money. So you had to go overseas to make it. And then pr those players, maybe they're just yeah, in their mind, they wanted to make it. Mm. Now you know you go to Europe here, you go there. You sm usually you can sign like a small salary, but as soon as you know what, it doesn't work. They come back on a bigger salary. Man, if I was in charge, I would say, man, you go to Europe, you don't play, you're not coming back on the highest salary. Mm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. So, but I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just different, different mentality. It's country is too good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But I, I said this. Yeah, I think, look, good, to be honest, bro. I think we're very critical in Australia. I think we overachieve. Like, I think the A-League at times, it'd be like, it's disappointing to not see like packed stadiums and stuff because we've seen mm. it in the past. But like, bro, we've made fucking like the last four World Cups. Like, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. There's only 32 teams can go in the world and we've gone to the last four. So it's like, I don't know what more people want. Like, what do they expect us yeah, to do? Yeah, but hold on, bro. Like... Hold on. What? what so, <coughs> don't you think like, all right, you take Japan. I'm going to take Japan of, out of the equation because... No, like I agree. I agree. But so I'm just in, talking in like Asia, it's not in, as bad so, as what people think, right? No, like, but hold on. In Asia, so you, if you are right, Japan better, all right, I agree with that. But today, so you, don't you think like Australia, when they play the qualification with the quality you're supposed to have, you shouldn't struggle? You shouldn't struggle. You should, you, do you think like you should struggle? Sorry. No, I think I think after now our history, we do should. Do you think be, when you play some those, countries, I'm not gonna winning. name any country because people are gonna say, but there's like no, the really small the, countries. the smaller countries we should be and, destroying. And so today you don't. You actually no, 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 like struggle to beat them. I know. So and whatever we say in Venezuela, look, uh, there's there there's, there is a lack of quality. The about if you compare with like even 10 years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's so there. it's not about not trying or something. Don't get me wrong. Everyone wants to try something, but. The the they played against Japan to when I watched the, the game against Japan. Like Japan, obviously, is, is, is they're just better. But then, like you play against uh, Saudi? Saudi or whatever, like you still struggle. I really hope to be honest, they're gonna make it. But at one point, like you're man, you're not playing against European countries. You're not playing against like uh, look uh, South America for me. I'll take two or three countries because I, I think it's overrated. But it's different. Like that's why. Like. Uh, uh, this is one of the first times I think we spoke about this when we watched um, them play Japan. But I think Matty Ryan is probably the only one playing consistently in a top top league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rogic, I think he plays. Nah, sometimes but you have, you've got the in Celtic. Um, the guy, I can't remember his name. Uh, one of the offensive midfield actually against. Uh, ah, uh, yeah, but he, I don't know if he plays much. Yeah, uh, but, but at least like you know what they're there. But he's like, yeah. Was it Frankfurt? He's at oh yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, he's at, a he's at a least good they are club. Overseas, everything, and you know what they stay and they try to make it everything. So, yeah. but you don't have to play in one of the top league. If you play in first division in Belgium or or Switzerland or Turkey or Greece, everything they're like really good leagues. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you play there consistently. You're gonna be good. Yeah. So, but the prime is like the, I, I think a lot of the players, as soon as it doesn't work, they just want to come back, and it means everything in terms of mentality. So, but the coaches who are in charge of the academies, they need to look at themselves. They need to look in the mirror and say, "Well, there's something wrong," because people say, "Oh, we lack of quality." Well, you're the one responsible for that. So do something, get better. If you stop reading a book and travel, go see how they work in Europe, but all around Europe, not just one country or whatever, because 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or Spain and the Dutch, that's it. It was just about that. Germany today is probably one of the best examples to follow, like the way they played everything. So 
you need to look at that. It, it changes every time, like yeah. uh, different generations. Different we did football. we did that like ten years ago. We we literally tried to copy the Dutch system. So then they got yeah. Well, that was your that, whole yeah. The AOS, the Dutch coach, then their technical director was yeah. Hamburger. He was Dutch. You want to go to the World Cup? <laughs> Nah, but you, right need, you need to you need to it's important. for me it's like you need to take the best <laughs> of you need to take the best of every country but you need to keep your mentality uh, you're trying to make players look like spanish players here yeah, yeah man you don't have sense, iniesta yeah. and javi or you don't have messi so you're trying to copy something that's gonna not gonna suit you, you. different bodies you have yeah different so you need to have your mentality you need to have like all right what's What's the biggest quality of Australia? All right, we're gonna stick to that. But then, just agree. But then you yeah. need to. But then you need Strip. to obviously to to go like whatever. See how it works for, for how they work in France. You look at Claire Fontaine, all the Claire everything. They're amazing what they're doing. Uh, the Germans the same thing. Like Italy, what they're doing mm. everything. Then you try to get a lot of good things, but you need to have your mentality and like your own quality. You can't say someone like an Aussie yeah, guy. Oh, I want you yeah. just to play one touch, relax, chiki taka, whatever. <laughs> Seriously, Yara, first of all, the first touch of the ball is going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, so no, but that's why. So, you need to play with your quality and stop trying to copy what they're doing because what they're doing there. So, we've gone full circle to what exactly I said, where you disagreed with. <laughs> no, I said at the beginning, you still need the base. Yeah, so if you can't, yeah fair enough. Yeah, true. You, you need right, the base. Yeah, you need yeah, to do yeah, the yeah, right thing. But yeah, then you yeah. need to have, that's why I'm saying. This, I think we said this a while ago. We had this discussion. And I what I think is like... The, maybe the defining factor in 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 like a footballer progressing or like getting better or whatever is knowing who you are like what yeah what, remember like for example you were like i was doing something in the game i can't remember what it, what it was um musky was telling me to do something and like it wasn't working and then at half time you yelled at me and you were like uh, bro like fuck you have to think for yourself man like don't just do don't just do yeah. what other people are telling you like you don't need yeah, but to because on the pitch on the pitch there's situations <coughs> you have to take whatever leadership. we can yeah. we can tell you it's gonna be it's gonna happen on the pitch where you're gonna have a situation where you gotta figure it out on your yeah, own yeah, yeah but sometimes so if you haven't worked on it that's why i'm saying like if you have the base and technically for example you can dribble and you're mm. at the corner flag and but there's no players or instead of passing the ball to someone who's going to cross it, for example, there's no one. Then you you got to dribble. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you if or come on, for example, on your left foot, then you got to cross with your left foot. But those kind of stuff, for example, that's a base yeah. of your football. Then obviously it comes with whatever the quality, talent, but you have to play your own football. Yeah. But I'd love to be honest to see like all the ex-players involved in football. Yeah, in I'd like to see them. I would love to see, you know what, when I go to an academy, teams. when I go to a club, I would love to see like ex-players coaching mm. within academy. I'd love to see that because you know what you you'll that, make yeah. you'll make the football That's much you're better. That's what you're doing because yeah. it's people that have played. Bro, you, you'll make the football much better. Yeah. You've got like seriously, it's it's amazing how many players like who played in A League. Sometimes they played overseas or whatever. You talk to them, they're just involved like in amateur clubs. Sometimes they're not. So man, have them involved in academy. But the clubs they need to pay. They need to pay the federation. They need to have them involved. Like all the ex soccerers who did well for the country. Why don't you have them involved? Yeah. It makes no sense. Like sometimes, and that's why people say, yeah, man, you know what? If you have someone like who played at the high, uh, highest level, some, or Tim Cahill, he's, he played, he's called, he's, he knows the highest level. If you have him teaching the kids or whatever, like uh, the, in a club, how to score goals, 
He, he's going to tell you he's going to be able to correct players. Viduka is going to be like, maybe some of them don't want to be involved. Maybe some of them would, would want to. And have them involved. If you ask someone who played at the highest level, you don't have to be like uh, the smartest guy, but he's going to tell you, yeah, how to kick the ball, how to do that. Like, yeah, things, it's just different situation because we've been there. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I want to, um, I just want to go flip this a little bit and talk about your time at Victory together. What was, um, because we obviously can't really ask for him this question because and we obviously know what a great player he was at Victory, but what was it like for the boys in the dressing room when Fahid came? Like, did anyone, did you guys know Fahid's pedigree? Like, what were the first impressions on him off, on and off the field? Oh, I don't... It's a good question for you to watch him answer. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't follow uh, the French League or something. Yeah, but I, I, I can imagine... he's a very angry little man. <laughs> 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 Not much has changed. <laughs> No, seriously, nah, um, like, you know, just everything. In a full, okay, one of the things that I, I noticed very, very quickly was like how smart he is, not just as football, but like in everything, he picks things up like really, really fast. Like, it, I remember we were playing a card game, for example, stupid example, but like we were playing a card game and, and we were like, I, I was trying to explain to him the game and then it got, <laughs> it's pretty funny, but where were we at the time? Do you remember playing this game? We were away somewhere. Anyway, and he he had I'd been playing for like three days this game with Jason and Danny, and then he comes in five minutes. So we're like explaining him the rules, and it gets to the point where he's like, "Yeah, I bro, I get it." And then like we're playing, <laughs> and, and, and you got to play together with the person across you. Right. Yep. Yep. And and he like you need you need to sort of work out what your guy has without them telling you. And I'm like putting a card down. He's like, Rash, why are you doing it? Like he's having a, starting to have a go at me. And he's like been playing for 10 minutes. I tell like, you, you're <laughs> making the wrong moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and that's what he's like on, on, on the football field. But um, I, I mean, to be honest, I didn't know, I didn't know about him uh, before when he came in. But I think he came with like a, he came with a presence of, of like, uh, like really caring. Re- like really, really caring about. He didn't just come here for a holiday. Like it was pretty evident from the start that like, um, when you play like a game, maybe not in training. Like sometimes you you know maybe walk or something. But like, as soon as it was a game, it was like, oh, he's not here to. Yeah, but see, this is the thing like, with him. Even if he did come here for a holiday, the way he is, he he will still like he will still try and win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, fucking yeah. charity game. Who didn't what didn't want to come off? Yeah. <laughs> been retired yeah. for fucking five years yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just the way i think that's his dna yeah but i also thought like when he came and it would have been interesting is like the, the initial training sessions like his technique is like the footwork the the, the thinking those sort of things like yeah that, yeah th- that's always fascinating for me when a player from overseas used to come to adelaide i was like straight in training like you could just tell yeah it's like different level, or you could yeah. be like do you know what i mean yeah 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 like to be honest in in like possession drills in like training games it's it's it wasn't so evident but then as soon as we played a game it was like oh like it's another level you know yeah did it like this at this like the first few games i remember you got heaps of assists in the friendlies and stuff every time you got the ball he would switch it to costa the other side and like yeah it was like in the games it was like straight away like Oh yeah, different, different. You know what was um, <laughs> what was it like rooming with your shit? Uh, well, to be honest, you know, or did you room like, with Danny or did you room with? Nah, Rashid? I was 
because at the beginning I was with Mathieu Delpierre uh-huh. because the, and the so but Mathieu got injured like after just a couple of games straight away and uh, I think we can't remember I think it was in Sydney we went to Sydney and I was supposed to to be with Andrew in the boot and Rush came and was like oh uh, he asked Andrew like to, to just to swap because he wanted to be with me and Andrew was like, I feel like that went the other way, but anyway. Nah, nah, nah. Well, and, actually, and, and so, no, no, he was saying, yeah, no, 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 no. And uh, so Andrew, like, Rush came with me, whatever. I think, I, I think it was like with best, like you didn't want to end up with best or something. Anyway, <laughs> so he ended up with me and that's how it started. Uh-huh. But the thing is like, to be honest, because yeah. And then obviously, I don't know, the relationship we've been having since he's a, the closest person for mm. me here in Australia. Well, she taught you English as well. Yeah, he did. Don't, don't Him, Danny and uh, Jason. Well, Danny yeah. was a bit tougher, but like all the swearing, everything comes yeah, from Danny. This was the other thing. All the like swearing the speed com- that he learned English is insane. Really? Like I've never seen anything like it. He didn't speak anything when he first came. Not like what? Like no, pretty nothing, much man. nothing. That's like pretty crazy. much nothing. Because most people that when they come, like pretty much most people have what, some. What English. did you pick up? This was like uh, nah, pick but, up talking or, p- or understanding. No, nah, to uh, uh, to be honest, the thing is like when I first came was like <coughs> all right, I need to learn. But I, Matthew Del Pierre was here, and I was like, we knew each other, but I was like I can't spend so much time with him because if I spend time with him, we're gonna speak French. And I need to avoid that. So I just avoided all the French people all around me. Mm. I was speaking of my daughter. She was at uh, Caulfield, um, like there's a French and English school. And I was talking, to, I wasn't talking to anyone. I was like, man, people wanted, to, I was like, man, I was like so <laughs> rude. I was like, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to have friends. I don't want to talk to, fr- I don't want to speak French with anyone else. I just want to talk English with people. And even if I didn't understand, I wasn't afraid to make mistakes, but I told them, correct me. The problem is like you have someone like Danny, yeah. like he's he trying to explain to you, <laughs> he's trying to teach you for English where he can't even speak English. So, <laughs> 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 so but but Rush and Jess, now even Danny to be honest, like the three of them, and even Jesse, like they, they they spend a lot of time with me, and I was going out with them and dinner and like lunch, trying to understand. But Rush then in the room was like, oh, he explained to me I was making a mistake. He took his time, and which is actually really hard. But I was going like before training, I was going to a cafe reading like newspaper, like r- writing every word, everything, trying to understand. So I made a lot of effort but because for me, it was just about respect. You mm-hmm. go somewhere, mm-hmm. you need to respect the people. So and then Matthew also, as well, like so he got, he got back and I was like, look, I'll stay with Rush in a room, probably better for us. Like At least we can learn. And Matthew was kind of the same. Like, you know, he's I'd, actually in the training room, some just together we speak, we spoke English, but uh, or French, sorry, but as soon as like people around us, like we were talking Chinese. like English. Yeah, even such a, us. It's such an important. Matthew thing, was Ma- Matthew was amazing also with that, like you know, trying to make an effort, everything. But I spent so much time with him. Look, he's definitely the closest person. Like he's mm. the person I trust the most here. Like mm. he's like a little brother to me. Mm. When you know, when you don't like, I've got my wife and my daughter here, but I wasn't. I'm not someone who's trying to make friends like with people. But if I go along, everything, yeah, like and rush straight away, like it clicked. Yeah. You're gonna see him, Danny and Jace. I uh, said it every time. It's They're funny, like my brothers. It's funny how you click though for the amount that you guys disagree on. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I think that's yeah, the most that's... fascinating thing, and and like people <laughs> probably have picked it up in this podcast. But like these guys generally go to coffee 
And like this is literally like all we're missing is a latte here, like because this is how it is. But there's usually like a, a half an hour of just disagreements, and then it's yeah. like, all right, man, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you sit there like, what the fuck? I imagine in the room sometimes, yeah. like, like, you know, like in the rooms, like when you start doing things, some of the stuff, like you know, meditation, everything, and you you get in the room, and like the guy is just lying on the. Like he's against the wall, oh, I man, and sometimes. And I'm trying like, to, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, you know. Get and he's all trying and before stuff, the game. I said, and I can feel him and like <laughs> taking photos and shit. It's and like you know, I can't, like, and I'm, 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 and I'm the kind of guy, like seriously, like you know, before, especially when I first came here, like I was like, ah, uh, uh, to be honest, my mentality was like, I'm very serious when it comes to football, everything, I do everything serious, but I don't need to focus before the game. That was my thing. I was like. I like uh, in the room the day before, before the game, everything's in. Just like in the changing rooms, it's just a little bit different. But I can chill. Even changing rooms, we can have like soccer, tennis, everything. And like, I need that. So you can just flick the switch when you're like, yeah. But the thing is, like, yeah, but I had experience. So he was younger. So him doing all that stuff, he was probably right. But then I was like, man, bro, (laughs) stop this shit, bro. And this guy, man, I'm trying to have like my (laughs) afternoon nap. You know, you you have breakfast. I was like, why are you sleeping? You try to have afternoon nap. So you're like rejuvenated, like ready to go. This guy, it was just an ongoing battle, man. It it went from like, no, I don't want to sleep at all. Like, we can't do that. And then he thought he was meeting me by halfway by going, all right. I'll have a rest, but we're leaving the blinds open with the light on. And, and <laughs> because it's actually some the worst bullshit thing. study, no, like it's, it's better for you thing. to sleep with the light like, sorry, on. Or something. You oh, really? Yeah, because you, if you sleep during the day and you want to have a nap. I hate sleeping in the day. But if you want to have a nap and a lot of, obviously before a game. But if you turn the lights off or whatever, the blinds, everything, and it's dark. Bro, you wake up like in a different world. Like you wake up tired. Mm. You, you don't need to sleep two hours before a game. So you're supposed to sleep like 45 minutes, 40 minutes, 35 minutes. I was like, man, I was like, I hated the hotel. Can I Can I just say, did did any of you throughout your whole entire career, like however many games you probably played, I don't know, a thousand games in your life, maybe more, like including juniors and everything, right? Did you ever work out the recipe of like how to feel good before a game? Nah. It's impossible. No, it's like you think, oh, I've got it, and then routine. you do the same thing the next week, and yeah. you feel you terrible. You have the same Anything routine. I used to just overthink it. I think if I was playing now, I would like barely like all of the I things so I care about. Is just I wasn't. To be honest, I, I, so, I wasn't. Yeah, so. Now nah, the night before it's important, but, but no, for me, what I need is like I need it. to chill. Uh, uh, <laughs> when we were talking, and then like you know what, playing cards before everything, I like it. Mm-hmm. As soon as I can finish lunch, and you've got all the players going in the bedroom and just to sleep, and I was like. Yeah. Oh man, I hated it. But I was sleeping in Europe. But then, like you know, when you start having more experience and you know, obviously, how to do things, I was like, man, I want to have a coffee. Yeah. I want to go downstairs. Did I want to talk. Actually, for yeah. me, it was like I want to do that. So he was very different. Uh, but but to be on toward, towards the end, I realized actually, no, I feel better when I just live my life, yeah. leading uh, and and don't think about the game until like. I'm, I'm there. I think, like, uh, to be honest, for me, it was like, <coughs> I was trying to explain to him, just play. Like, yeah, no yeah. pressure. Yeah. Like, him doing all that stuff, I was like, you, you're you just putting too much pressure. When you get on the pitch, you know what, yeah, just play. And I you know what? It's going to be, it might be good, it might be not good or whatever. You don't know. But you know what? Just play your football. Enjoy it. That was the main thing. For me, I was trying to explain to him, don't overthink. Don't start, man. If you if you feel fine, why would you sleep? Mm. If you're not feeling, if you're not, you, if you're not tired or something, don't sleep. But sometimes, like, yeah, you, you need to have, like, a good rest, like, the day before for me. 
sleep, have a good night, then that was my personality. So the day before the game, to be honest, like <laughs> before the grand final, people saw me playing poker the morning. <coughs> Like I, and I used to play. In, I used to. I used to live in front of the crown. Yeah. That my when I first came, I loved it. I loved poker, and I uh, to be honest. And so my thing was like after training everything, my daughter was at school and my wife working everything. So I was like, "What do you want me to do? Like I live in a great country. I'm happy. I'm doing well or something. You know what? I'm gonna. Yeah. I want to yeah, do what things I enjoy. Yeah. As I was with them, or I said I'm gonna go play poker. I loved it. That things to be honest, I needed it. And sometime and like I was like the day we played the grand final against Sydney, the morning I was playing poker and people saw me said, Oh fuck, you're not on, you don't have the grand final. I can't remember which one from the staff came see me and said, uh, do you play poker this morning? I said, Yeah, why? He said, Man, you're crazy. I said, We're gonna win anyways, you know, it's not gonna so change. So you anything. played poker the day of the grand final? Yeah. The morning. I lived in front, bro. And so but for me it was like the day before something. <laughs> and see, people, I lived in front. <laughs> nah, nah, but that's that's how I felt. I was like I need that. It's like, you know, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're young, yeah. everything was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, you try to follow every all the rules. But bro, this is... Bro, for me, I was like, after games, I want to be with my friend and have a drink or something. Mm. So he, he after the game, I was like, well, I, if I want to go out after game, because I know I'm not going to sleep, I want to do it. If I'm 31 or 32 years old, you're not going to tell me what not, you, you got to do that. To be honest, so sometimes I was like, hey, I want to do it. But now you also understand, like as a coach, for example, there's rules you have to follow. If the yeah. coach says, "Now, nah, when no one goes out, no one does," then you gotta respect that. If the coach allows you to do it, but I was with him; he was younger, or Jace, everything. So they're not; they went in the same position as me. Mm. So if, for example, they don't feel they need to go there, then stay. Mm. So, but that, especially when I first came here in France, there's so many rules, like about soccer, and here I was like, "Oh, at least I can enjoy it." You know, I, I can do my job on the pitch. Mm. And I know I'm serious. Like, you know, I don't take a piece when I play. I'm, I don't, I'm not here on holiday, but I want to enjoy my life. That was my thing, to be honest, my mentality. Mm. But isn't it, it's, it's, it's so, weird. like, just to go, sorry, just keep going back to it. But, like, this, it's the same thing again. Like, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, oh, someone's told me that all these studies say that meditation is good for you. So, like, I need to, yeah. like, I need to do that. But I'm not, like, sitting there and cult- being, being given the, the insight from someone like, oh no, think about what actually f- makes you. I think feel everyone good. is different, bro. You know, like, that's what I, I'm I saying. That's why, that's what and I'm for me, that's we're trying like, to. Oh, and I, and obviously, so talking now it. because, <clears throat> like, uh, I'm not playing anymore, and things I've done or didn't do, like you know, it's like every you try, you've got 23 players or whatever, all of them are different. Every one of them, you're gonna make one decision. You might make two or three people very comfortable, the rest of them not. Yeah, you exactly. might make, but, mm. but you have to do that as a coach or whatever because you can't, but everyone is so different. If you, as I said last time, you know, we spoke, if one of my player men, he's better, to, he wants to party the day before the game and he's so good, man, I'll take him out. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a coach, I'll tell him, go out. Mm. The, go out, seriously. Uh, there's one story, man, in Bordeaux. Uh, there's one center back, Sude Jarrah. He was like, play, played for the Senegal, everything. He's someone who used to have the reputation of partying a lot. Sorry, guys, he, I'm just going to have a cookie. He, si- he, si- <laughs> that you he signed for Bordeaux, and he was like, he, because Bordeaux was such a big club, so he stopped partying everything when he got there. And he was actually doing, he wasn't doing well. And the coach went to see him, like the assistant coach, uh, went to see him. He said, man, Thursday, party, Thursday night, I'll put like a student party, everything. You're going out. 
he told him he actually forced him to go out. He went out everything the, f- the week, same week and he played man of the match. He actually is a guy, the assistant coach went to see him. He said, man, you're going out, you're going you're gonna to party. <laughs> Don't come back home before like 3 or 4 a.m. Because he knew he had the thing, he needs to do that. Oh, so God. I think like mentally is so important. Like, you know, the, as a coach, it's hard, bro, to go and tell one of your players, like, yeah, you can go out. No, I know. But I, I, I think if... The principle you know, that's why I love it. That's why I love NBA everything because everyone there's there's so much freedom, mm. and and I think to be honest, like yeah, if I was coaching everything, I would try. Like in, if if I it's coach a hard in dating, one, isn't it? but it's, I, it's yeah, it's a balance. It's yeah. a balance, but yeah. I think like you need to find to you need to understand the players. All of them are different. If some players sometimes are gonna say, "Oh man, I want to do that," like, you don't know anything. At 20 years old, you don't know anything anyway. At one point, like, you don't have enough experience. <laughs> but when you get, like, to 29, 30 years old, everything, you know your body. So if you feel, like, for example, ah, I don't want to stay at the hotel. Like, the, for example, like, you, you know, during the nap, I just want to go and walk a little bit. It's not good. It's not <laughs> supposed to be good. Just, no, but it's not suppo- you guys in Central Coast, one time, ja- Danny Georgeski. <laughs> We're like, we go on the, the, I can't remember, we went to the shops, I think, me, you, and yeah. Anthony Crea. We were walking strength and conditioning coach at the time. We were walking, walking. We get back to the hotel, we look up, and we see Danny, it's like afternoon of the game, sitting, sun, <laughs> sun baking, <laughs> sun baking out, out on his balcony like that. And Anthony Crea's like, look at this fucking guy. Danny! Yeah, yeah, but, that, but that's a gun. That's but it's a perfect example. Yeah, but that's you. Yeah, love, that's that's actually, actually played, I love it. Like, and then he will play. It's the best player. He doesn't give nah, a fuck. I, I think like right, that's that was probably stupid or something. But I think like there's there's rules like you know if the guy tells you like yeah man I'm gonna go and yeah stay in the sun like you know it's gonna make you tired. You know the sun makes you tired. I feel like you learned that when you're like seven years old. He's a <laughs> you professional know, player. You know, you know it's gonna make you tired. But if you go then sun bake or whatever that and just how reclined. His but but you know I think <laughs> I love it. Oh man, man, Danny made me laugh, man. Oh man, this, uh, we actually one day we need to invite him. Yeah, him I think so. maybe a hey, because we got to wrap this up because I actually got to go to a function. But um, I reckon we we do a we we keep a running theme here talking football on yeah, this right. podcast. We're yeah. gonna get Danny on. We have a fo- oh, but, but but next We're time when Danny some other stuff too, man. There's more to us than freaking football, surely. Yeah, but we can't help ourselves if you can't tell. I had a whole yeah. I had a whole thing too of, of so many questions. I, I got one <laughs> in. Man, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even say what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we'll come back on. We'll come back on maybe next month, and we'll and we'll do. A hey, you want to go to the NBA? By the way, there's a final soon. Oh, for the, to the actual final next week. No, not next week. Sorry, next. Are month. you going? I'm trying. Maybe depending on Golden Golden State, if they. I playing, think they could win the West. Man. Fuck. Yeah, if they're playing the final, yeah. Rush is supposed to come with me in LA next year. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Bro. I've told him I'll come at some point. I, I've 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 said no. He's a few so times busy. Now. Yeah, he's, he's busy man. <laughs> he's well, busy yeah, saying, let's do it. Let's do it again. Come. But thank you, boys, for coming coming back on and. Um, yeah, everyone tuning in. What a chat. <laughs> the football dissecting team here. Yeah, Danny Georgeski come up. We're going to need a two-hour block if he comes on as well. <laughs> two? Uh, yeah, With two. Danny Bar, man. But maybe even more. I don't know. But um, Probably get Danny Bar on his own first. Yeah. Because, <laughs> bro. But nah, thank you, boys. Um, we'll get you back on. appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks man. Thanks, man. Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. 
The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details.